Welcome to the video book summary of The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. The book was published in 1997 and weighing 236 pages. Eckhart Tolle demonstrates how to live a healthier and happier life by living in the present moment. To make the journey into the power of now, we will need to leave our analytical mind and its false created self, the ego, behind. Although the journey is challenging, Eckhart Tolle offers simple language and a question and answer format to show us how to silence our thoughts and create a liberated self. Surrender to the present moment where problems do not exist. It is here we find our joy, able to embrace our true selves and discover that we are already complete and perfect. If we are able to be fully present and take each step in the now, we will be opening ourselves to the transforming experience of the power of now. It is in your hands. Discover the power of now. The book is available on Amazon with the link in the description if you like what you hear. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of The Power of Now. About the author Eckhart Tolle. Born in Germany, February 16, 1948. Resident of Canada. In 2008, a New York Times writer called Tolle the most popular spiritual author in the United States. In 2011, he was listed by Watkins Review as the most spiritually influential person in the world. Tolle is not identified with any particular religion, but he has been influenced by a wide range of spiritual works. Tolle said he was depressed for much of his life until the age of 29, when he underwent an inner transformation. He then spent several years wandering in a state of deep bliss before becoming a spiritual teacher. His books have sold many millions, and in 2008, approximately 35 million people participated in a series of 10 live webinars with Tolly and television talk show host Oprah Winfrey. Back to the book summary of The Power of Now. You are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. Chapter 1. You are not your mind. The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the possessing entity, the thinker. Knowing this enables you to observe the entity. The moment you start watching the thinker, a higher level of consciousness becomes activated. You then begin to realize that there is a vast realm of intelligence beyond thought. The thought is only a tiny aspect of that intelligence. You also realize that all things that truly matter, beauty, love, creativity, joy, inner peace, arise from beyond the mind. You begin to awaken. So you see and judge the present through the eyes of the past and get a totally distorted view of it. It is not uncommon for the voice to be a person's worst enemy. Instead of watching the thinker, you can also create a gap in the mind stream simply by directing the focus of your attention into the now. Just become intensely conscious of the present moment. This is a deeply satisfying thing to do. In this way, you draw consciousness away from the mind activity and create a gap of no mind in which you are highly alert and aware but not thinking. This is the essence of meditation. Become aware of a silent but powerful sense of presence. There is one certain criterion by which you can measure your success in the practice, the degree of peace that you feel within. So the single most vital step on your journey towards enlightenment is this. Learn to disidentify from your mind. Every time you create a gap in the stream of mind, the light of your consciousness grows stronger. To the ego, the present moment hardly exists. Only past and future are considered important. The present moment holds the key to liberation. But you cannot find the present moment as long as you are your mind. The predominance of mind is no more than a stage in the evolution of consciousness. We need to go to the next stage now as a matter of urgency. Otherwise, 
we will be destroyed by the mind, which has grown into a monster. The mind is essentially a survival machine. Pleasure is always derived from something outside of you, whereas joy arises from within. Chapter 2. Consciousness. The way out of pain. The more you are able to honor and accept the now, the more you are free of pain, of suffering, and free of the egoic mind. What time, they would ask? Well, of course it's now. The time is now. What else is there? Realize deeply that the present moment is all you ever have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. Surrender to what is. Say yes to life and see how life suddenly starts working for you rather than against you. Everything is shown up by being exposed to the light. And whatever is exposed to the light itself becomes light. The most common ego identification have to do with possessions. The work you do, social status and recognition, knowledge and education, physical appearance, special abilities, relationships, personal and family history, belief systems, and other collective identifications. None of these is you. All of these things you will have to relinquish sooner or later. Death is a stripping away of all that is not you. The secret of life is to die before you die, and to find that there is no death. Chapter 3. Moving deeply into the now. The present moment is all you ever have. There is never a time when life is not this moment. Is this not a fact? The mind then creates an obsession with the future as an escape from the unsatisfactory present. Usually the future is a replica of the past. The quality of your consciousness at this moment is what shapes the future. It is the quality of your consciousness at this moment that determines the future. Then what is it that determines the quality of your consciousness? Your degree of presence. So the only place where true change can occur and where the past can be dissolved is the now. All negativity is caused by the accumulation of psychological time and denial of the present. You may find it hard to recognize that time is the cause of your suffering or your problems. What you refer to as your life should more accurately be called your life situation. Be aware of the silent presence of each thing. It's about realizing there are no problems, only situations. A great deal of what people say, think or do is actually motivated by fear, which of course is always linked with having your focus on the future and being out of touch with the now. As there are no problems in the now, there is no fear either. If there is no joy, ease or lightness in what you are doing, it does not necessarily mean that you need to change what you are doing. It may be sufficient, sufficient to change the how. How is always more important than what. So do not be concerned with the fruit of your actions. Give attention to the action itself. The fruit will come on its own accord. Non-attachment to the fruit of your action. When the compulsive striving away from the now ceases, the joy of being flows into everything you do. The moment your attention turns into the now, you feel a presence, a stillness, a peace. You no longer depend on the future for fulfillment and satisfaction. You don't look to it for salvation. Therefore, you are not attached to the results. Neither failure nor success has the power to change your inner state of being. You have found the life underneath your life situation. Chapter 4. Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now The root of suffering is found in our constant wanting and craving. Humans are a dangerous, insane, and very sick species. Wherever you are, be there totally. If you find your here and now intolerable and it makes you unhappy, you have three options. Remove yourself from the situation, change it, or accept it totally. 
If you want to take responsibility for your life, you must choose one of those three options, and you must choose now. Any action is often better than no action. Only a surrendered person has spiritual power. Wanting is a state of mind. Basically, it means that if you want the future, you don't want the present. You don't want what you've got, and you want what you haven't got. There is nothing wrong with striving to improve your life situation. You can improve your life situation, but you cannot improve your life. Life is primary. Life is your deepest inner being. It is already whole, complete, and perfect. Your life situation consists of your circumstances and your experiences. There is nothing wrong with setting goals or striving to achieve things. The mistake lies in using it as a substitute for the feeling of life, for being. Outer riches and inner poverty, or to gain the world and lose your soul. Ultimately, of course, every outer purpose is doomed to fail sooner or later, simply because it is subject to the law of impermanence of all things. The sooner you realize that your outer purpose cannot give you the lasting fulfillment, the better. Only the present can free you from the past. You cannot find yourself by going into the past. You find yourself by coming into the present. Chapter 5. The State of Presence The teacher and the taught together create the teaching. In any case, the words in themselves are not important. They are not the truth. They only point to it. I am that I am. The second coming of Christ is a transformation of human consciousness, a shift from time to presence, from thinking to pure consciousness. And chapter 6, the inner body. Life is like the light switch and the light globe. All people have their light globe on living and are scared of the light globe turning off, death, because they fear the dark after death non-existence but who turned on your light in the first place where were you before your globe turned on the illusion that you were nothing more than your physical body and your mind this illusion of the self to become conscious of your being you need to reclaim the consciousness from the mind this is one of the most essential tasks on your spiritual journey it will free vast amounts of consciousness that have previously been trapped in useless and compulsive thinking transformation is through the body not away from it do not fight against the body, for in doing so, you are fighting against your own reality. You are your body. The body that you see and touch is only a thin, illusionary veil. Underneath it lies the invisible inner body, the doorway into being. Into life unmanifested through the inner body, you are inseparably connected to this unmanifested one life, birthless, deathless, internally present. Through the inner body, you are forever one with God. Chapter 7. Portals into the Unmanifested Feeling will get you closer to the truth of who you are than thinking. Your task is not to search for love, but to find a portal through which love can enter. Every physical object or body has come out of nothing, is surrounded by nothing, and will eventually return to nothing. Not only that, but even inside every physical body, there is far more nothing than something. Form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. The essence of all things is emptiness. Space has no existence. To exist literally means to stand out. You cannot understand space because it doesn't stand out. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. You also know that every form is destined to dissolve again and that ultimately nothing out here matters all that much. You have overcome the world in the words of Jesus or as the Buddha put it, you have crossed over to the other shore. If there were no illusions, there would be no enlightenment. It is through the world and ultimately through you that the unmanifested knows itself. We live in a culture that is almost totally ignorant of death 
as it, it is almost totally ignorant of anything that truly matters. Every portal is a portal of death, the death of the false self. When you go through it, you cease to derive your identity from your psychological, mind-made form. You then realize that death is an illusion, just as identification with form was an illusion. The end of illusion, that's all that death is. It is painful only as long as you cling to the illusion. Chapter 8. Enlightened Relationships Most people pursue physical pleasures on various forms of psychological gratification because they believe that those things will make them happy or free them from a feeling of fear or lack. True salvation is a state of freedom from fear, from suffering, from a perceived state of lack and insufficiency, and therefore from all wanting, needing, grasping, and clinging. It is freedom from compulsive thinking, from negativity, and above all, from past and future as a psychological need. What is God? The eternal one life underneath all forms of life. What is love? To feel the presence of that one life deep within yourself and within all creatures. To be it, therefore, all love is the love of God. True communication is communion. The realization of oneself, which is love. Usually, this is the quickly lost again, unless you were able to stay present enough to keep out the mind and its old patterns. As soon as the mind and mind identification return, you are no longer yourself, but a mental image of yourself, and you start playing games and roles again to get your ego needs met. Humanity is under great pressure to evolve because it's their only chance of survival as a race. To relinquish judgment does not mean that you do not recognize dysfunction and unconsciousness when you see it. It means being the knowing rather than being the reaction and the judge. Chapter 9. Beyond happiness and unhappiness, there is peace. Happiness depends on conditions being perceived as positive. Inner peace does not. Though allowing the isness of all things, a deeper dimension underneath the play of opposites reveals itself to you as an abiding presence, an unchanging deep stillness, an uncaused joy beyond good and bad, this is the joy of being, the peace of God. All conditions are highly unstable and in constant flux. This is the characteristic of every condition, every situation you ever encounter in your life. It will change, disappear, or no longer satisfy you. The more essential kind of knowledge is not yet widely accessible. Nothing can give you joy. Joy is uncaused and arises from the within as the joy of being. It is essential part of the inner state of peace, the state that has been called the peace of God. It is your natural state, not something that you need to work hard for or struggle to attain. All that arises passes away, this I know. What he meant, of course, was this. I have learned to offer no resistance to what is. I have learned to allow the present moment to be and to accept the impermanence nature of all things and conditions. Thus, I have found peace. To offer no resistance to life is to be in a state of grace, ease, and lightness. All those things, of course, will still pass away, cycles will come and go, but with dependency gone, there is no fear of loss anymore. Life flows with ease. Having gone beyond the mind-made opposites, you become like a deep lake. The outer situation of your life and whatever happens there is the surface of the lake. Sometimes calm, sometimes windy and rough, according to the cycles and seasons. Deep down, however, the lake is always undisturbed. You are the whole lake, not just the surface. You are in touch with your own depth, which remains absolutely still. You don't resist change by mentally clinging to any situation. Your inner peace does not depend on it. You abide in being, 
unchanging, timeless, deathless, and you are no longer dependent for fulfillment or happiness on the outer world of constantly fluctuating forms. You can enjoy them, play with them, create new forms, appreciate the beauty of it all, but there will be no need to attach yourself to any of it. Awaken out of the identification with form. Only those who have transcended the world can bring about a better world. Chapter 10, The Meaning of Surrender Surrender in the simple but profound wisdom of yielding rather than opposing the flow of life. You cannot be conscious and unhappy. Consciousness and in negativity. Negativity, unhappiness or suffering in whatever form means that there is a resistance and resistance is always unconscious. If you cannot surrender, take action immediately. Speak up or do something to bring about a change in the situation or remove yourself from it. Take responsibility for your life. Do not pollute your beautiful radiant inner being nor the earth with negativity. Do not give unhappiness in any form whatsoever a dwelling place inside you. You only need to be concerned with the inner aspect. That is primary. Of course, that will also transform the conduct of your outer life, your relationships and so on. You attract and manifest whatever corresponds to your inner state. God is being itself, not a being. There can be no subject-object relationship here. No duality, no you and God. The mind always adheres to the known. The unknown is dangerous because it has no control over you. That's why the mind dislikes and ignores the present moment. Present moment awareness creates a gap not only in the stream of mind, but also in the past-future continuum. Nothing truly new and creative can come into this world except through that gap, that clear space of infinite possibility. It always looks as if people had a choice, but that is an illusion. As long as your mind, with its conditioned patterns, runs your life, as long as you are your mind, what choice do you have? None. You are not even there. The mind-identified state is severely dysfunctional. It is a form of insanity. Almost everyone is suffering from the illusion in varying degrees. The moment you realize this, there can be no resentment. How can you resent someone's illness? The only appropriate response is compassion. When you surrender to what is, and so become fully present, the past ceases to have any power. You do not need it anymore. Presence is the key. The now is the key. Greatest guru of all, life. And that's a wrap on this amazing book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Look back on our channel for previous video book summaries and subscribe to our channel for future books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. If you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.